This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. You can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Back of the chest. (laughs) Coronavirus self-isolation podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. It's... Back in the next lockdown sessions, what are we now? 16. And of course, today is what would have been the final preview podcast of the season. We would have been looking ahead to Tottenham on the weekend, which would have undoubtedly seen us, what do you reckon, Heskiff, gaining a, a Champions League place? Or a Europa League place at the very, very least? Yeah, I reckon Europa this year, Champions League next year. Yeah, but have a really terrible season next year, but win the Europa and qualify for the Champions League that way. And still finish above Brighton. <laughs> uh, Albert's also joining us. Uh, he's quite incredulous at the moment about the beer I'm supposed to be drinking for beer check here. Mate, you need to just just lay it out on the table, and we can all we can all go from there. So, um, friend of the pod, Mark, who um, me and my friend Nick met um, him and his son on a, an away day, uh, probably four seasons ago now, I reckon. We sat at the same table and then through the, um, as the years have gone on, we've um, got to know each other quite well. We go to games together, etc. Um So Mark bought me a beer over last week. He cycled over for some exercise and dropped me off a beer as a congratulations for the, for my baby. And um, it's a Cantillon Lou Pepe um, Gueza, I think is what it's called, from 2005. And I was like, oh, great. You know, he talks about it, what it tastes like and... Um, you know, he said it's a bit like very sour. So, you know, if, if you're into it, you're going to love it. If not, so not you probably won't. And he goes, and if you if you don't like it, you'll probably, uh, he goes, if you do like it, you'll probably want to get more bottles. But I've just bloody Googled it. <laughs> and they're going for 450 US dollars a pop, Albert. I mean, ridiculous. You've said, you've already said it's going to, it's, it tastes really sour. <laughs> which isn't that's not a good thing is it that is not a good thing so why is that 400 quid don't get me started on the name we're going to move on from the name <laughs> what did you say it is a gazer quasar yeah, g-u-e-u-z-e what is that i don't, I don't know it's the, the whole thing's ridiculous well i mean um i wouldn't pay that for a bottle of budweiser and i really like budweiser <laughs> Well, yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to hold off on drinking it for now. I don't, if it's 
that expensive and of course i would, would never sell on a gift so if it's that expensive with all due respect i don't think i'm going to share it with you two <laughs> over over a call don't want any of it don't want any of it <laughs> um I mean, if you looked it up didn't you did you look it up what was the what was the tasting aroma yeah. note that you I, read I, I was googling as terry was running around the house trying to find a buyer and <laughs> um the first review on on the website or an app or whatever called untapped said it kind of smells like a tire mm. well that's a ringing endorsement for something that costs about the same as a season ticket in the lower homes now. I could get, I can get all the tyres changed on my car for that price. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just wondering here if there's like special bottles of this or something. Like, you know, it can't be right. He can't have given me a four hundred and fifty dollar bottle of beer. Are there special bottles of it that don't smell like a tyre? Because I'd, I'd probably be more <laughs> interested in that, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um... <laughs> but we'll check it out we'll do some more deep diving on this and then i'll find out before i actually drink it so i'm I'm hoping it's some kind of um rip-off version or something i don't know <laughs> right so uh yeah so i'm sticking with the club tropicana um shout out to my friend nick who bought me these as i said um yeah these these are running out mate so you better order me some more in <laughs> uh bud budweiser albert i mean te- a bud a bud Gawiser. <laughs> is it from 2005 uh probably don't know have you seen that they've started doing uh re-airing the budweiser advert the advert the famous one there was uh are they um yeah because they're all doing it on the phone so they've brought it back out as in they're practicing social distancing gotcha so um the other day i was like what's this it came on the tv and uh, the wife was like why are they doing scary movie just, uh-huh. just just shook my head. Dear, oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, and what about you, Albert? Moretti's? Albert or Heskiff? Oh. Heskiff. Sorry, excuse me, good sir. How could I confuse oh. the two of you? Um, no. I thought should be more offended at that. I oh, know. We'll discuss in our separate pod after, the, after we record <laughs> this one. Um, I'm drinking water. I made the decision to drink less beer during the week because I was getting through a lot. Um, we do have a bottle of Aperol downstairs, so it's not going quite as well as I thought. <laughs> yeah, well, we've got a bottle of Aperol has arrived as well. So um, I as, as did what... have a bottle of Aperol, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's just disappeared somewhere. I, yeah, no, I had a bottle of Aperol last Saturday. I I had a, a, a Zoom a Zoom session with a, a few old mates for one of their birthdays, and it became apparent that I had no beer in the fridge, had loads of Prosecco and Aperol. So I, I just had about 15 Aperol spritzes until about two in the morning, but didn't realize that until I came down the next morning, not feeling great, to see an empty Prosecco bottle and an almost empty Aperol bottle. Um, yeah. Good, good stuff. That's the same issue we've had. But one of the reasons why we're cutting down is every time we empty you know, the bottles and cans and stuff into the recycling. <laughs> seem to be more... Your new, na- your new neighbours are looking at you like... Yeah. And we were like, yeah, we cleaned this bin out about a week ago and it's almost full now, so maybe we should uh, knock it on the head a bit. So I'm drinking water. 
Because you right. can't even you can't even use the excuse now that you could like normally when you go. Uh, we had a party. <laughs> yeah. You can't even you can't even use that now, so they just know you're a proper lush, proper pisshead. Yeah. Well, there we go. Right. Update on the beer. I've got a message from Mark who bought me the beer. He wants it um, back. <laughs> it is now, but when I got it, it was about £10, which is still expensive, but not stupid. I've got a 2005 and 2007, so I'm very happy for you to have one of my extra bottles. I've never been one to care about the price of a beer, although I would never pay $450 for one and would never sell it, so I'm very happy for you to have it. If you like it, well, that's a bonus. Um, if you don't, well, at least you can say you've had a ridiculously expensive beer and you cannot see what the fuss was about. So thank you, Mark. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'm still going to save it for a more special occasion than this. So there you go. Um, right, tonight, being the last show of the year, or it might not be for us, we might do some more um, just just to stave off boredom for us as this lockdown period continues or whatever it is now. I don't. Is, is it lockdown anymore? Who knows what it is? Um, but yeah, so we're going to do performance of the year, player of the year, and goal of the season. So... Um, Let's get the easy one out of the way first, and we'll start with goal of the season. Albert, I don't think there's any surprises coming from any of us. I mean, I I tried to, I, just to be contrary, I tried to find another credible option, and there just isn't. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, the closest I think we got was maybe Patrick Van Arnholt against Newcastle with the free kick, or Jeffrey Schlupp against Bournemouth. But, you know, I think that's, again, more circumstances than anything. Uh, Hesk, if you weren't such a fan of Benteke at Everton. <laughs> well, going by the fact that the header that he had was a better goal and it didn't even go in than the goal that did. Uh, poor old Benteke. Not quite up to up to scratch. Yeah, the thing about the IU goal was not only was, you know, it was his second last minute or basically last minute winner against West Ham of the season, which is obviously great going by any, any stretch of imagination. But Hesk, do you feel like it was a goal that it's not really got the credit it deserves across across the footballing world, and you know he's he's basically mazed his way through several players, made space out of nowhere, and thinks it over the goalie last minute. It's just you know, hate to say this, but if Messi did that, <laughs> it's true though, isn't it? I mean, it's basically a perfect goal. You know, he did a pirouette to mug off Declan Rice that everyone fawns over in in the media. Uh, he, did, he showed quick feet to get between the two defenders. He looked up. He sat the goalie down. It, it was a brilliant finish. In a pressure situation, you know, like you say, it was a last minute. It was a winner. Uh, and I think, yeah, I think it's fair. You know, the, the commentary, he says, oh, what a good goal. But it's sort of similar to the commentary when Andros scored against Man City, where if it was the other team that had scored it or if it was a bigger name who had scored it, like if Aguero had done it, they'd be going absolutely mental. Um, and I can think of, you know, we're biased, obviously, um, but I can think of other times it's happened as well when Ben Teke sat Courtois down and chipped him a few years ago. Mm. No about that. Um, so, yeah. That was did... a dream. That was a distant dream. <laughs> I know. Um, so, yeah, I've, I think the, be- the best commentary I heard from it was, was from the radio, I think. Someone sort of put that over the top of the goal and it was that was good because he absolutely went mental. Um, yeah. it, deserved, it deserved to go mental because every part of that goal was brilliant and got better and better every time you watch it. Mm. Yeah, and Albert, was this, 
in terms of individual goals at Sellers Park, it's got to be up there with one of the best ever, hasn't it? Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Cool. Quickly scanning through the old memory banks. Well, yeah, on, on the on the face of it, the immediate answer to that is yes. I'd have to I'd have to go away, of course, and look look all that up. But yeah, I mean, what a goal! What what a goal! And and Heskiff's right. Like it just didn't get any, you know anywhere near the praise that it should have got. Um, yeah, I think the the commentary that he's referring to is 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 the most generous. Reminds me of was it the uh, it was the Andros goal, wasn't it? I think you played it. There was some French commentary for the <laughs> yeah yeah. I can't remember what the key word was that they kept repeating. Um, it was like motherfuckers or something. I can't remember. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, I think it it might have been. Um... Yeah, was was it French? I don't think it was French. I think it might have been African French or something like that. Or all right, don't split hairs, Jesus. (laughs) But yeah, it was. um, We've got on the IU goal and also on the Townsend goal. It was the BBC um, London commentator who who everyone put it over the goal, but you know the internet kept taking it down. So I'm not even sure if they're out there to look at anymore. But imagine what Jonathan Pierce would have said after you. Well, exactly. We'll look back up Jonathan Pierce. It this the, the excerpt we had from last week of that doogie boogie woogie, like radio commentary. You can't top radio commentary is the best. I reckon you would have shouted robot wars. <laughs> I would have, I definitely would have shouted that Sergeant bash or something like that. <laughs> Sergeant bash. Yeah. He was one of the house robots on Robot Wars. Blimey. I, I mean, I, rem- I remember Sir Matilda. Ki- Sir, ki- Sir Kill a lot. Do you reckon that was off the back of Sir Mix a lot or something? I hope so. He likes big nuts and he cannot lie. I mean, that is not <laughs> fucking niche. And there was another one, but I can't remember what he was called. Hmm. Yeah, I'm like I'm impressed that you remember your memory's that good to be honest. Uh, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. So let's so let's yeah, Let's not dwell on it, yeah. Let's not dwell on it indeed. Um would you bring it back though? Would you commission it? Well, Robot Wars, I think it is back, isn't it? Oh god, it might be. I'm I'm pretty sure I've certainly seen it in the last couple of years. I say seen it. I haven't seen it. I've been aware of its presence the last couple of years. Um, okay. But I'm, I don't. I'm maybe I'm, you know what I'm going to Google it now because if Jonathan Pierce still commentates on it, even if it hasn't got Philippa Forrester, I'm interested. Yeah, 2016 to 2018, there were some series apparently. Well, there you go. Wow. So it doesn't need any more revivals. It's already happened. That's one less thing off my uh, to-do list then. 
Yeah. Well, we need to get um, <laughs> we need to get us on there. We'll try. We'll try. A, if there's any more series that come out, we'll make sure we reply. <laughs> build a robot. <laughs> Surely you know so you know someone in the uh, um, film world who could help us there, Albert. I know plenty of people that can make robots. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there you go. Sorted. Um, right. Let's move away from Robot Wars. Um, right, performance. Performance of the year, I guess this one will throw up a little bit more variety. Uh, go on then, Albert. What was your performance of the year? I'm still torn. I I really liked uh, the two two at Man City. I don't know. If, thing is, I don't know if it's performance of the year, but it's definitely one of the results of the year. And uh, you know, the performance was decent. I thought. You know, I, I know the the last minute equaliser was technically an OG, but Zaha does amazing work for it. The 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 Tosin goal again feels like a distant memory, like it never happened. Um, that's a that's a tasty goal, and there's a you know there's an argument to say that we should have gone two and up in that game when Tosin sort of runs past a flapping. I can't even remember the keeper's name. Was his name Eduardo? Edison. Edison. And is adjudged to have fouled. I think it's Fernandinho before slotting home. Um, Mm. You know, and, and and City aren't the aren't weren't weren't aren't. It's hard to it's hard to know what tense to use at the moment. Weren't aren't the force to be reckoned with that they were certainly in the last couple of seasons. But you know they should still be, you know, edging it against us. I just thought we we matched them. And then the other contender for me, bar the first ten minutes, was the performance at Arsenal. I mean, mm-hmm. a, a really crap really crap first 10 minutes two really awful you know displays of defending at set pieces and Hennessy all over the show sorry mate um but sort of to to come back and get a draw there after such an abject start I thought was was worthy of a mention as well but the the, the city game probably edges it for me mm. yeah I mean the that last minute equalizer one of the maddest celebrations I think I've ever witnessed because uh, it was just so shocking. Shocking, you know, we'd thrown away the lead. Um, if anything, City would have gone and get a third, and then we get out of our half for the first time in like forty minutes <laughs> and <laughs> score straight away. It was just absolutely ridiculous, and um, yeah, all the players coming over in front of us. It was it was excellent, and similar celebrations I think for your performance of the year, Heskiff. Yeah, just just quickly before I go into that, um, that Man City game was on my birthday and I was in Malta, which also seems like a distant memory, not only leaving my house, but leaving the country. Seems mad. Um, But I remember that because I basically said to Vanessa, like, don't tell me the score. Um, I just just look at half time because if we're getting battered, I don't want to know. We went back to the hotel and they'd left a very nice bottle of wine. So I was like, all right, fuck it, open it and tell me the score. Uh, and we just scored the last minute equaliser, so it was a wonderful birthday. So oh, you're on holiday on holiday for that one, were you? <laughs> it was funny. I did I did the preview. I did the preview yeah. pod. So let's not cast aspersions. Um, moving <laughs> too to late. On. <laughs> yeah, surprise season long aspersions. Um, performance of season for me, probably one that I think a lot of people would say was Bournemouth at home. Um, obviously going down 1-0 so early on. Down to 10 men. Down to 10 men, yeah, sorry. Um, was really tough. And 
you know, I think you possibly you could say Bournemouth weren't very good because I, I thought they were they were not even ordinary. I thought they were pr- pretty crap. Um, but the way we played, you wouldn't have known we had ten men. Um, we kept we kept the the tempo up. We played some really nice stuff, and I think we mentioned it a few weeks ago. Schlupp's goal, where every sort of five yards that he runs, the crowd noise gets louder and louder. Sort of in the way that I used it as well where every little bit further you can tell everyone's sort of shouting go on a little bit um a little bit more i was shouting pass <laughs> <laughs> and um like the, the the eruption when when the goal went in was probably one of if not the loudest sort of celebration at home maybe wilf against brighton got louder but definitely one of the the sort of best celebrations for a home goal we've had this season and we completely deserved to win win the game. You know, it was it was almost as if we were playing with eleven against Bournemouth's ten, and we were just putting them to the sword. So, um, yeah, that that gets my vote for performance of the year. Yeah, I mean, I'd say that was probably one of the loudest celebrations since maybe as far back as the first season in the Premier League. You know, where every goal meant so much to us, and um, we had some really really big ones then. Um, and then you think back to Gal's equalised against Liverpool right at the end of the season took the roof off the place but um, yeah I mean it just what a night that was and the players have all talked about it multiple times as we've mentioned on previous podcasts and yeah just fantastic performance and I mean all three of those that you've mentioned the performances that obviously were made my shortlist um, and I would probably say it's between uh, Man City and Arsenal one of those two but um because you've said those i'll say burnley away the 2-0 that was a very it's a t- always a tough place to go and even in previous years when we've won there we've not kept a clean sheet so to go there and keep a clean sheet and just look so comfortable um it's one of those one of those places that you go if you can go there and do that you probably feel like you're a well-established premier league team you know it's so kind of like the modern day stoke or whatever to you know go there and have a battle with them and come out on top, uh, especially with the fan base the way they are. Yeah. Another set of fans that absolutely hate Wilf, etc. So, yeah, that was a fantastic performance. Um, hopefully, um, <laughs> we'll get to see some more performances live and in the flesh sometime this year, but probably not. Just before we move on, I just also want to give a shout out for that Arsenal game that you guys mentioned for Socrates running the whip for the pitch and doing a knee slide only for pretty legitimate goal to be disallowed I thought that was very enjoyable yeah I mean it was amazing we got uh, a 2-2 out of that when it it felt like the ref the on-field referee was certainly against us that day Martin Atkinson booking Will for diving and then having to overturn it um oh and I, I guess we've also has we've got um Andros Townsend's been talking to a Bournemouth player today so on the back of your performance of the season what's what's Andros been saying to Bournemouth players <laughs> Yeah, I saw that just just before we came on, actually. Um, Andros had put a, a picture or a video up on his Instagram saying, can't wait to be back. Um, and there was a reply from Adam Smith, the, the ratty little Bournemouth player, who said, just missing mine, mate. And Andros replied, sorry, mate, you're usually too busy trying to get our players sent off. Which I thought, for someone like Andros, who seems pretty calm and level-headed, that's quite a good reply. Yeah, I'm kind of like trying to work out if there's any link between them, like they know each other to have that sort of level of banter or he's just, you know, just he must have really pissed him off. So what was this on? Because I don't really get what his response means. What does his response of? 
I have a feeling that Adam Smith was at Tottenham. I might be wrong. But I, think oh, right. but I think Adam Smith was also the one who was, who got, who was fouled when Mama got sent off, I'm pretty sure. But I, he, he's a he's a ratty little, very bournemouth player, you know, these sort of like nibbly little fouls. So I don't like him, which comes as no surprise to anyone because I hate 99% of the world. Um, yeah, yeah, great knowledge. So they were, they were definitely together at the same years at Spurs. So there you go. Yeah, they must know each other. And he's also, he went on about as many loans as as Andros did as well. Wickham, Torquay, Bournemouth, Milton Keynes, Dons, Leeds, Millwall, Derby, before he eventually ended up at Bournemouth in 2014. So. Now he's slumming it at Bournemouth, poor sod. Oh, he's from Leytonstone. Look at that. Down the road from me. But anyway, let's let's move on <laughs> away from there. Let's get into player of the season then. And I think... Everybody knows there's there's a short list of two for this, <clears throat> and it. I guess Albert, this is kind of what floats your boats more, whether it's stopping goals or scoring goals. Were you talking about Hennessy and Wickham? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I hear Wickham's up for Sheffield Wednesday Player of the Year, but <laughs> Hennessy is very good at letting other teams score goals, so maybe. <laughs> Especially Arsenal players. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, are you or great? I'm again just just scratching the old noggin, trying to think: is there someone else that can be t- tossed in there just to mix it up a bit? I mean, I think there's yeah, uh, Gary, Gary Cahill probably Gary Cahill for the for the amount that he's played and the and the sort of effect he's had, you know, instantly coming into the t- side when he did. I think there's an honourable mention there, but. It's between the two that you've mentioned. That's that's a tough call because I can't. Yeah, I was so down when we signed IU permanently. I'm not. I'm not going to revise history. I was like, "What are we doing?" So I feel like he's earned it. Like, not that he's sitting at home hoping that I give him player of the season, <laughs> but I feel it's the right thing to do. So yeah, it's got to be Ayu. He's just what he's and and, and listen, Gwait has probably saved us as many points as Ayu's earned us when you sort of really go into the nitty gritty of it. But you know, we we celebrate goals. We don't we don't overly celebrate saves. So I think Ayu has got to uh, has got to edge it in what is quite a a, a tightly fought contest. Mm, okay, what about you, Heskip? Who are you going for? Um, not to be contrary and go against Albert because I agree with the, everything that he said there, but my, my vote just marginally is to Guaita. Um I think there are a lot of games that he's either kept us in or kept us on top where he, like, like Albert said, he he's won us as many points as, as I use goals. And they, you know, they come at important times. He makes brilliant saves. He makes... The stuff that potentially other goalkeepers we've had wouldn't be able to do quite as well, look easy. Even, you know, like, not to be cynical, but even his time wasting helps us. And it's it's that, in air quotes, professionalism that's that's sort of stands him way above the other goalies that we've got. Um, but yeah, I think it's a very tough choice between the two because they've both been brilliant. And when you consider that the combined cost for those two is two and a half million, 
it's pretty pretty insane, really. And even if you add Gary Cahill onto that, it's still two and a half million. Um, so yeah, Guaita gets it for me. I think he's he's just pipped Ayu. Um, though, if you look at Ayu's goals, you know he scored some really important ones, hasn't he? Um, scored at Old Trafford, scored the winner against Brighton, scored last minute goals to to get us wins against West Ham, like you said. Um, so I think whoever whoever does get the nod out of those two, you wouldn't begrudge him it. But yeah, Guaita gets mine just about. Yeah, so Vicente Guaita has um, he tops the stats across all of Europe's top five leagues for um, he's the highest performing goalkeeper in Europe. Um, saves for goals prevented based on expected goals on target. So he saved more difficult. Um, well, you know, more difficult chances than any other goalkeeper across the leagues. Um, I think Ayu also, I think, I, sorry, I didn't prepare the stats for this because, you know, lockdown and all that. <laughs> but Ayu might top the Premier League as well in terms of points and winning goals because pretty much every goal he scored has earned a point in some fashion. So for me i mean toss a coin i mean i'd probably slightly lean more towards guaita because i was a goalkeeper in my time and um you know just watching him is incredible um and he's done it pretty much game in game out where he's played with the exception of the Sheffield united game at home although that being said he threw the ball in the net but in the second half made an absolutely ridiculous save that should have been a goal anyway so so there you go, just you know, made made up for it almost instantly in that game. Um, and he's yeah, as I say, he's done it more consistently. Where are you? If I'm trying to pick any holes, did go for a period where he didn't score for about nine or ten games, or you know, so it was one or two in in a very big stretch of games, maybe as much as thirteen or fourteen. I think seems to remember the stat was before, you know, he scored in the consecutive games or like two and three before lockdown ended and sort of fluffed these figures a bit but that's that's you know not just looking at his goals there he's you know on the ball he's been fantastic he really really defends well from the front and um yeah adding the goals as he had this has this season has really built on his performances from last season that obviously got him noticed by the training staff in training and stuff like that and they saw that he could do a job so a big shout out to Roy and his team for you know going out there and now making it look like an absolute mockery that we got him for two and a half million as you know a lot of people were saying that he's our player of the season as and I think once he gets the, this going officially to the fans um I think it will be a really really close run vote between the two and um yeah I wouldn't know which way it's going to fall so there you go as our picks for the season uh we're pretty much going to leave it there for for this week um unless Albert you've got anything you want to add no no good oh, it's uh it's my it's my youngest's first birthday today happy birthday Bernie you're not listening you're one <laughs> first birthday already it's how time flies mate that's unbelievable yeah I went, and I, I went on I saw on Twitter there was a bit of a I think Carl Davis I don't know if Carl Davis led it or I just saw it from him it was like let's show the club a bit of support let's go on the club shop and spend some money mm. I thought sod it I'm going to go on there get a little palace kit for the little one with his name and, the, and a one on it nice. fresh fresh out of baby kits couldn't get couldn't get any of them yeah, you have to go into the sales section and get what the yellow third kit from a couple of seasons ago that Zaha scored in Huddersfield. You can get that one for a fiver, I think, if it's not sold out. 
Good to know. That's the one I've got anyway. Um, it's also my wife's sister's kid's first birthday today. So there you go. They share a birthday. Oh, there you go. Big up. Big up. And um, what about you, Haskiff? <clears throat> uh, nothing to add. My life is dull. Well, my, the only thing I've got to add is that um, after big conversations on the internet, it's um, tuna, mayonnaise and vinegar toasted sandwiches are the way to go if, if you don't know you really have to get to know um, to the extent that I've now ordered a, a toasting machine that is uh, going to arrive in the next couple of days so. did you go Breville or have you gone off brand I, come on no, I've gone Breville of course you have of course I have you know, they're so cheap on Amazon it's um, it's no brainer really no uh, brainer no brainer although my wife's not happy about it she says it's better to sort of more grill them because she don't like the crust being flattened down around the edge. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Anyway, so before we ramble anymore, that's your lot for this week. Uh, we will be back next week. We, we don't know how long we're going to run for into the summer. We'll, we'll see how it goes. And obviously, it might be dictated by the season actually picking up again. And there we can go. And if if not, we'll, we'll turn this into some Bundesliga podcast or something. How about that? Great. <laughs> Great. Anyway, until next week, up the palace. Back of the chest. Coronavirus self-isolation podcast. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.